You are tuned in to the PBE podcast where we're taking new information, applying it to new real world applications to make discoveries. We got to stop and take a minute and thank our sponsors, BRT Energy Advisors, Better Reservoir Technologies, Results Without the BS. We've had Alan on our show and I can tell you from experience, he definitely has seen seismic from around the world, including of course, right here in the Permian Basin. If you are in the EMP business and you want to use seismic data to increase the value of your asset, or if you want to drill safer wells at lower costs using seismic, then you got to get a hold of Alan Bertain and work with his team at BRT Energy Advisors. If you check out our podcast from episode 70, you'll see that not only he understands geophysics, business, and people, but he also explains complicated subjects in a clear and simple way. Visit them at www.brtenergy.com forward slash PBE. Joseph Petir is a senior geothermal geoscientist with PetroLearn. PetroLearn is an award-winning technology company providing solutions in geomechanics, wellbore stability, geothermal, and carbon capture. Joseph recently joined the PetroLearn team to accelerate the adoption of geothermal energy utilization in the oil fields. A quick correction from what you're about to hear. Joseph said that Lardarello Geothermal Power Plant started production in 1902. The correction is production started in 1904. Please enjoy this show with Joseph Batir. So let's, it is getting a little bit later in the night, so it we're going to start to speed these up, because we're having so much fun, man. I mean, did you hear Jay from Stratigraph, his story from 1961 and 75? Something and about Eisenhower. Eisenhower was I president, man. Yeah, I heard that. That's how long that company has been figuring out how to catch samples and provide value to an oil and gas operator. Like It's wild. Dude. 60 years. The closest I am to 60 years, the first, the first geothermal power plant was uh. Lardareo. I said that wrong. In Italy. That was... This is live, so I'm going to get it wrong. I think that was 1902. Wow, yeah. 1902 was the first geothermal situation? That was in, in Italy, yeah. Wow. Now, this is an interesting one. Joseph Batir, you... So can we again, Joe, Mr. Batir, can we say 3, 2, 1, let's go for Stratigraph right now for opening that bar for another 15 so minutes? So I'm, I'm anti-let's go, but I'll do it for Stratigraph. Yes! 3, 2, 1, let's go! Mr. Batir... You specifically come on the show, and you're talking about geothermal. You're a Ph.D. geologist. Tell me quickly, undergrad, graduate school, and Ph.D., how did that go? Undergrad at Southern Illinois University. Southern Illinois, okay. Classical geology. Master's degree at the University of Aquadetti in Aquadetti, Iceland. That's northern Iceland. What? Not Reykjavik. That was renewable energy science, which was really geophysics. And then PhD at Southern Methodist University, Dallas, Texas. Wow, that was also geophysics. The Horn Toads or something they're called, right? No, 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 no. That's what? TCU. Oh shit! I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. You guys are that's, like stallions. Yeah, you guys we're are Mustangs. Mustangs. Pony up. Pony. <laughs> Pony. <laughs> I I did I did my grad school there and I know we don't. That's yeah. The, no no horned frogs. Ah, the absolutely horned frogs. not. Hey. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to mess that up, but I remember blue and red, right? The logos blue and red with the SMU. Fun story. That is uh, that is Yale blue and Harvard red. Wow! Because what? we are the Harvard of the South, or 
something like that. What? All right. Yeah. So we're serious. Right, you get a geology degree, you get a PhD, and now you are specifically working geothermal. That is the idea of creating energy from the hot water that naturally comes out of the subsurface at, call it 10,000 feet, 5,000 feet, 100 feet. If it's hot water and it's coming out of the subsurface, you can convert that into efficient energy. Is that right? That is correct. Yeah. So there's low temperature hot water, which you can use directly to, say, heat your house or even cool your house. Really? Or there's high temperature hot water, which you can flash to steam or use that to flash something to steam, which turns a turbine, which generates electricity. Wow. Wow. So you're taking the heat and how do you get hot water that's coming out that's not steam to steam to run the generator? How do you do that? So that you run through a binary system. So you've got a heat exchanger. Wow. You run the hot water through the heat exchanger, and you warm up a working fluid, often a refrigerant, like isopentane, isobutane, Whoa. refrigerant R134A. That stuff will flash, turn to steam, and that steam runs a turbine. Wow. Wow, because what is the idea there? That the, the flash to steam is an increase in volume? It increases in volume and pressure. So wow, you, boom, and it's, it's ready to go. Yeah, so you keep the pressure the same. You heat it up. It wants to turn to steam. It's building all this energy, and then it runs through a, a pressure decline. That decline in pressure expands, wow. spins the turbine. Wow. Right on, dude. That and and so coming from a, a master's degree in Iceland or undergrad, master's, master's, master's degree in Iceland. Isn't that what they use? The geothermal is like huge in that country, isn't it? Geothermal's huge. They've got enough geothermal that they could they could heat all their homes, run all of their residential electricity. They also have a lot of hydropower. Is that so, right? Yeah. So they actually have about seventy percent hydropower. And then 30% geothermal. Wow. Zero hydrocarbon fuel. Well, for cars. Transportation, oh. they do have hydrocarbons. But there are hydrogen-producing plants. So they've got a few hydrogen gas stations that, that they're, they're trying to make a hydrogen economy and a completely zero-emission economy wow. there in Iceland. Well, that's interesting, man. I mean, the whole concept of exactly where we're going with this idea of, like, zero emissions, right? And this, the future of, you know, how are we getting more efficient? How are we decreasing our carbon footprint and increasing the value that we provide as, as an operator of, or as a collector of efficient energy, giving it to the world? Geothermal has a seat at the table. You're working on that. You're investing your career in geothermal. Mm -hmm. So why are you at the Southwest Section AAPG? That's a great question. So one thing that a lot of people don't think about, a lot of people don't know, is that there are geothermal resources in sedimentary basins. Uh, As you're water. producing your oil and gas, you probably have some amount of water with that. That's right. There's heat in that water. You can use that heat to generate electricity. Or you can use that heat to run some type of heating and cooling process there in the oil field. I got you. I got you. Man, well, are you excited about this? Uh, to the show tomorrow, the live show from the Texas Whiskey Distillery. Wait until you see the guests we have on that show. It's going to be fun. Are you excited for the whole Southwest section right now? Oh, yeah. I think 
the Permian, the Southwest. We we are the epicenter of energy in the U.S. That's right. We are really, we drive America. We're the heartbeat of America, man. Yes, absolutely. And and what better place to wow. learn about it than here at the Southwest wow. section? And take honor in it, man. Take honor in it. Mm. Learn about it. Defend our innocence. You know, we don't know everything. We don't know where mm-hmm. it's all going, but we are working as hard as we can with yep. everything that we got, and we're working together. It was an honor to share this time with you, man. You need to come out to Arizona. You yeah, to- I'm going to come out there. You are know, you- you're in the Rio Grande Rift. Uh, Not quite. You're a little bit You're a little bit west. West, a little west. Pers- you personally are a little bit west right. being in Tucson. Right. But you, but you have to drive through it. Yes. You drive through basalt fields <laughs> to get here. Hey, dude, there's a lot of geothermal energy coming out of that area of the world. For yeah. For sure. We need to find it. Man, let's we need talk to produce about, let's it. Do, let's do a show specifically on how you explore for geothermal energy. That I'm interested in, man. We will. You're down for that? Yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to remind you by sending you a clip of us talking about this right now. And I'm going to say, <laughs> you told me that you're down to do this and you're going to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Joseph Batir, thank you for, man. Thank you for joining me. I'm glad we got to meet in person. Yes. Right on, dude.